everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blind Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have Mr. John Lacey. Say hello to everyone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me. How you doing today, Miss Ronnie? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm great. Okay, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start out with letting you take over and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, yeah, my, so, okay, so my name's John and I've uh, been playing music, interested in music basically all my life. Uh, started out as a drummer uh, when I was about 12. Um, started drumming under a bunch of different teachers that I had, Chuck Payne, the jazz musician, uh, Paul Laughlin, so some other real notable uh, players to me, and uh, basically taught me the ways. And all through all through middle school, I just really practiced a lot with just drums until I was later. Uh, so I played in the church and everything a lot, uh, messed around on the piano as well. But then, then I got introduced to the MPC and the drum machines and uh, DJ software and stuff that I shied away from at first because I didn't really like all the technology. I don't I don't like things crashing on me. I, I like just hitting just drums, you know? So I kind of just transitioned into that, started producing, DJing, and uh, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a family man, a husband, a dad. I uh, got a lot of hats to wear, you know. Yeah, you're being very modest. <laughs> because uh, I have seen you in action. And I, I told your partner the same thing. I have seen you in action. And as my daddy would say, you ice cold. <laughs> hey, thank you very much. So my question is going to start out with, you told me that you started out playing the drums and then you went to the MPC. What is the difference for you between the actual drum and the MPC? Um, well, the, the drums, just because it's an acoustic instrument. So, you know, it's literally came from a tree and a stretched skin you know what I'm saying? That goes over it and makes a noise. So I guess, you know, just the MPC being digital and a, a drum set being completely acoustic, it gives it a different feel, but they've came a long way with uh, sensitivity in the pads um, to, where, to where you can really sound off on it like a real drum set, you know? So which one do you think requires the most skill? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Uh, it's just, it's different kinds of skills, you know, because that, that drumming is all really muscle memory um, and stuff that you practice and, you know, you get better at the more you practice. With the MPC, if you're talking about just tapping on it like a drum set, I guess you could say that, but the MPC is like its own little brain, you know, so... It's like kind of like Photoshop or something like that, where you could do one thing a million different ways. It's a lot more intuitive. Um, it's just a computer, you know what I'm saying? So 
I would say maybe it takes more natural skill to play a drum set, but it's a different kind of skill and it might be a little bit more advanced than how to work this this MPC, you know what I mean? I would yeah, say, I, I'm a drummer 100%, so. <laughs> I would agree with that because with a traditional drum set, you're not just using just your hands, you also have to use your feet, so. Yeah, and you're right about that. A lot of, uh, that's, yeah, that's overlooked. <laughs> so tell me, what is your, I would say, procedure that you use when you're making a beat? Um, it just depends how I'm feeling, honestly. I'll start, I'll start music with just drums first and then add a melody or a bass line. And uh, sometimes I'll just wanna sit down and make a bunch of eight bar loops of melodies that I create and then come back another time and maybe put drums over them. So it really does depend how I feel, but being, being as how I'm such a, a rhythm based artist, a lot of the times the rhythm comes first for me. Okay. <clears throat> so, with you being a producer, what would you say is your strongest genre for producing? Because a lot of times producers can produce all type of music. And I had one to tell me that they normally do what a person comes to them and won't. But what do you think is your strongest genre for producing? Um, that's tough to say. Uh... I think if I put my mind to something and really try to nail it, I could do it, you know what I mean? But maybe just recently, I feel like the sample-based music, uh, chopping samples, um, so that could that could really go into hip-hop or like, you know, more trapped out kind of stuff. Uh, I just found I have a knack for that, for, for messing with samples actually and putting my drums over them, so. I'd say if I had to give you an answer, um, probably just anything sample-based recently. That's just recently, though. What do you think you could do with some rock and roll? Hey, uh, I used to be into heavy metal and all that. Honestly, like, I, I got into a mosh pit and dislocated my kneecap. And after that, like, that moment scarred me so much. I was like, you know what? I'm done with all that music, period. So I didn't even, uh, <laughs> so I ain't really been listening lately, but I used to be up on rock. I used to play rock. I still love Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, all that too. So uh, I, and I have chopped a rock song, matter of fact. Yeah, my, my, uh, my, friend, my friend Josh Taylor wanted me to remix one of his songs. And he's actually a, a praise and worship artist. But they make like rock music, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I chopped it up, made two beats out of two of his songs for him to reuse. You know. Okay. So you like My more just, just hip hop. So it's hip hop and rock. What else do you think would make up the sound of John Lacey? Hmm. You can just always tell with me that it's real wrapped up in funky music, uh, beats that make you want to move, 
just real rhythm based, you know. I do pride myself in playing the piano and all that, but if I'd have to say, like, it, no matter what style I go to, I'm always putting some extra drums in there to make something move a little different, you know? Do you sing? Huh? Do you sing? Uh, I will sing on occasion, you know, if I have to. It's, I try not to be scared, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, hey, only God can judge me, so I'm not really uh, I'm not really worried about all that. But I'll sing every now and then. Okay. So of every instrumentalist, dead or alive, which one do you think that you can relate the most to? Um, instrumentalist. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sound weird saying this, but I'm, it's just what I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? And admired the most was probably a uh, Kanye. I feel like he just that that's who I relate to probably the most that I can think of. I was. I would like to say like John Coltrane or something cool, you know what I mean? But if I'm being honest, uh, yeah, probably Kanye. Okay. So we skipped a little bit. Tell everybody where you're from. I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay. So tell me, how does heavy metal fit into Houston, Texas? Um, well, when they say Houston is a very diverse place, they really mean that. You know what I mean? Like, it is different kind of music from every every little niche. There's a, 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 there's a little scene for it, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, that's how it, that's how it fits in. It's, they do, they do crazy shows from Houston, San Antonio, New York City, you know, that it, it's, it's there. Okay, with you being hurt in the mosh pit before, and the situation that happened with Astro World, could you have understanding, or do you have understanding for accidents that happen in that type of setting? With you being experienced it firsthand, because a lot of times people have opinions on things and have never been in that situation before. With you being in that situation, do you have, I guess, more empathy for what happened, or do you, and or do you think that it's unfair that people who have never been in that situation to actually talk about the shoulda, wouldas, and couldas? Um, I don't think a lot of people uh, consider all the different aspects of that kind of situation. You know. Um, yeah, a lot of people haven't been to a pack show and understand that sometimes they can get like that, but I have never been to a show personally that is, that was, I forget how many people they said were there, but you know, it's just like, you literally can't move and, um, and you know, anybody, I'm sure there were certain parts of it that were a little looser, but the parts that were tight and packed in probably because of barricades. Oh yeah. Then people, you know, they said they were stuck with their with their hands up uh, like that. So, yeah, people don't understand what could come from something like that. And I wouldn't even say it's the artist's fault 
necessarily just whoever planned it out didn't plan for that and they should have you know what i mean gotcha gotcha so tell me about your latest project uh i'm trying to think like i'm always doing stuff i'm I haven't I haven't released just like a mixtape of beats or anything yet. I think I'm gonna make an instrumental uh, instrumental EP or something like that. I'm I'm working on it right now, but I do do projects for other people. Like I said, my my friend Josh Taylor. Um, you know, I make these finger drumming um, performances and I put them on Instagram, and then I also uh, battle. In, a, in that beat battle league. Um, I was gonna get to that. Anything that comes my way. Okay. So tell me about the beat battle because I think I have another one getting ready to come up. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have my, I have my video ready. That's all I know. I'm ready for it. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, where, I'm, I'm, I'm in a beat battle team called the Houston Bass Runners. And uh, it's me, uh, my homie that put me onto the whole, all the NPC stuff, and then some other producers that, that we linked up with and made friends with. Um, and we're in this league uh, called the NBBA, the National Beat Battle Association. And uh, so it's a bunch of teams from all different cities basically sending in our videos and uh, letting them go against each other online. So yeah, that's what that is. I want you to compare two collaborations that you have had. One that has been a collaboration from hell, but was very successful. And one that was a great collaboration, but the actual project wasn't that successful. What are your takeaway points from each collaboration? Um, I feel like sometimes just not to take too long. You know what I mean? Because if you spend a long time on something that doesn't work out or something that you stress on and it doesn't work out, then it feels a lot worse. You know what I mean? Uh, so I kind of like to just treat everything like it's a shot in the dark and, uh, and just to put it out, you know, and trust, trust my gut. And if it, if it doesn't work, then, you know, I won't be so hurt if I just stake my claim on it, you know? Okay. Now tell me about being a DJ. Yeah, that's something, uh, I hadn't really been talking about it for a while, you know? Because uh, I wasn't interested in DJing, um, I actually really didn't want to do it, and uh, uh, my homie convinced me. Um, and I, hey, the first time I got a little taste of some money doing it, I just kept <laughs> doing it. You know what I mean? That's that's what kept me on it, honestly. But I actually learned to appreciate it and love it, and I actually do it with the drum machine, with the MPC. So what I do looks a little different compared to most uh, most DJs. But yeah, a lot of weddings I'm trying to do, parties here and there, but yeah. I've seen uh, some footage of an uh, event that you did and 
it's like you give a live show within a live show. So if anybody book him, you are getting your money's worth. <laughs> so what made you come up with that style of DJing? Because it's actually really different than what regular DJs do. It's like you take the good songs, it like it'd be a good playlist, and then you will chop it up and everything. So what made you start doing it that way? Um, I think like I really had to start from scratch because nobody DJs with an MPC, like, or not a lot of people do. I don't know. But, uh, so some people will do it with the pads. You'll see them DJing with, with pads. Um, so I kind of, I kind of took a little from that, but just took it straight to the MPC to where I'm mapping all these little buttons on my MPC to control the DJ software. And, uh, as far as like performing and why I do it like that or how I began to do it like that, it's because that's what I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a performer. So uh, you that's the easiest thing for me to do is put drums over something. So if all I have to do is have one MPC controlling and DJing, mixing songs together, and then I got another MPC where I'm going crazy on the drums, just having fun, you know? So you had never had any formal education in any of that? In DJing or, or like drumming, you mean? I mean, in any musical aspect at all. Well, I guess these were private teachers that I've worked with uh, that I mentioned before in the beginning. Um, and I think I took piano lessons when I was a kid or something, but nah, nothing. I never in school, I never did band. Um, because I mean, hey, they practice till 9 p.m. every day. Every so day I guess the reason why I'm saying that is you found something that you didn't know that you like, that you end up being good at, that you kind of end up wanting to stick with without any really formal education in it. So what advice could you give to, let's just say if you was talking to a group of 13 year olds, what advice would you be able to give them from your own personal experience? Um, probably like what you, what you put in is what you're going to get out of it. So, um, a lot of what's most important is knowing how to practice well, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you know how to practice good, then the sky is the limit um, to where you could implement something simple and do it every day and uh, acquire muscle memory from it and just put the time in and you'll notice that whatever you work on, whether whatever you do, you know what I mean? You put a little time in and you'll get, you'll start to slowly see results and all you have to do is keep pushing the limit, you know, keep moving every day. Don't, don't slow down. Um, and there was a time in my life where I was able to do that. I can't so much now. Um, but, but in that, in that time, in that, those early years is a, is a good time to instill, um, uh, practice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me how do having a family fit into your paid gigs? Or do you center everything around family? How are you making the balance between music and family? 
Um, yeah, family is completely and utterly first for me. Um, in every sense of the word. Uh, it just, you know, it changed me completely. So while a lot of people will tell you that they do this for the love of the music, you know what I'm saying? Me personally, I'm at this uh, to provide for my family and me in a way that still makes me happy. You know what I mean? So honestly, uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to provide in all things that I do because my my sons are only uh, seven and four. So you know, I've got got to stay on on the grind. And if if my family don't eat, uh, you think I'm up here tapping around and playing keyboard? So I know you told me that you collaborated with uh, several different artists. Uh, what artists have you collaborated with that have a project that's out now so people can sample your work? Okay, so so yeah, the artist I was talking about, my my friend uh, Josh Taylor, um, he has a band called We The Wellspring. Um, and you can find that, I think, on iTunes, Spotify, uh, all the platforms, I'm pretty sure. Um, we got a single that, that I just, that's the remix that I was talking about. Uh, okay. Where I flipped one of his songs. I flipped a rock song. Okay. I look I look forward to it. It's called it's called Good. Okay. Um and then I'm I'm also on his album. Um in a in a song called Bitter Things Sweet. Bitter things sweet. Yeah, yeah. So that was just like uh, a crazy, like, he told me just to go crazy. So honestly, I just did an instrumental. Um, um, whatever I was feeling at the time. Uh, and, and so, like, I don't I don't have so much music out with a bunch of different people right now. Because um, honestly, like, I only started producing like six years ago or something like that. So I kind of just started a couple of years ago, really making, really making fire and and stepping into my uh, stepping into my lane. So I'm planning on getting it out there, but you know what I mean. A lot of these artists want stuff for free, and uh, <laughs> you you and me both know that's not what I'm about. So. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was able to make a little land for myself DJing and actually getting money to provide for myself. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at really trying to put my music out, um, in commercials and media and getting little placements like that. Cause you know, I can make off the cuff stuff as well. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not really trying to depend on one thing, you know what I mean? So, uh, gotcha. If somebody comes at me appropriately and correctly, uh, I'll honor that. I'll work with a budget too. You know what I mean? But some of these people are real prideful, and you know what that means. Hey, pride comes before destruction every time. Look, I talked about egos several times, um, especially working with independent artists. Even doing this show here, I would have a problem with sometimes. Um, People will set the appointment up and then don't show up. And I interview um, a media person from Trinidad. 
And she was saying that was the reason why radio stations didn't want to work with artists because they make costly mistakes and things that they don't feel like is a big deal is actually a big deal. Uh, not having a budget to pay for the work that you want done is an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a major issue. Yes. So tell everybody where they can find you at. Um, your social media handles, anything else that you might want to add before we get ready to get out of here. Um, oh, yeah. One more thing I just wanted to add, because uh, I, I mentioned the beat battle team that we worked to battle beats with, the Houston Bass Runners. Well, um, the Bass Runners is something that me and, me and my friend uh, Dave came up with a long time ago, the name. And uh, it was originally just supposed to be me and him with DJing, mixed with producing and stuff, and we, we found all the rest of the crew. And uh, so we do battle beats, but we also work together and produce together um, in that way. So the Bass Runners, that's one you can follow on Instagram. It's just at the Bass Runners, like T-H-A, the Bass Runners. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I spelled the wrong one time. <laughs> Yeah, I think there might be a base runner somewhere else, but we didn't know about that. Anyways, but so yeah, that's uh but you can follow me at DJ John Lacey on almost every platform. Uh so Instagram, but let me spell it J-O-H-N-L-A-C-Y. <laughs> DJ John Lacey. You can find me at Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, uh trying to think of anything else on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Just you, you the search the name and you'll find me. YouTube? Yep, YouTube. Oh, yeah, I meant to mention, uh, I got videos on, on my YouTube of me doing uh, finger drumming from all the rounds that I did last year in this beat battle thing. I was doing finger drumming rounds and going crazy, and I posted them up on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, if you search up DJ John Lacey on YouTube, You'll find all that too. And y'all, I'm telling y'all, he ice cold now. He ice cold. Appreciate <laughs> you. I think, uh, thank you for talking to me today. Well, I thank you for coming. And you can find us on podcasts, on all podcasting platforms. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook video. And remember, look for him on YouTube. You can see everything at DJ John Lacey. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> Bye.